to escape. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest. Right, another name you might know me by. Star. My name is Oliver Queen. You'll be hearing facts. From the strategic homeland. Just call us Shield. Beware my power. Green Lantern's light. And here we go. Excelsior! All right, welcome back. Here we are, episode number 56 of The Geek Show. I am BJ, and with me, as always, is Big Rich. Yo! And uh, we got a lot of things to talk about um, on our on our docket. It's been a little it's been a little bit since we've been able to get together, um, just because you know uh, we're at the holidays at this point, and uh, it's just it's just been a little bit more difficult for us to to gather around and and get together and do a show. So we got a lot, oh, a yeah. lot to discuss. Lots are, and lots and lots. What are we? We are about. Uh, we are. 17 days away from Star Wars. Uh, are we 17? Right? It's it? December 15th. We're at the 29th of November, so 16 I, or 17. Days. I, I don't know. I have to. <laughs> I have to look in the Star Wars app because I, I think it. I think it's six, 16. If you're counting today, maybe like 16 and a half days or something like I'm, that. I'm firing up the Star Wars app <laughs> right now. If you can see right there. Oh, so. there it is. There it is. Yeah, 15 days, eight hours, 10 minutes, 50 seconds. 15 days. Yeah, we're almost there. I've got my tickets. Did you get your tickets? Yes, we're going. I'm going on the 16th, though. Okay, I'm going I'm, Saturday morning. Of course, I am already set up to go on uh, Thursday night. Yep. And uh, I will probably be also going uh, that Friday morning. I have I somehow through a fluke got both <laughs> days off. Wow. Don't know how I did that from work. But so you're going to spend them like a responsible adult seeing Star yes. Wars twice. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go Thursday night with all my friends. I got an event set up for all my work friends. I invited you, but yes. I know you couldn't go. I could so not. I set up a, a, an invite, and then uh, I'm going to go to that. And then the next morning after I've had a nice uh, night's sleep and thought about it a little bit, I'm going to go back. I'm going to watch it again. Haven't decided if I'm going to go see it in the... Um, uh, you know the 3D IMAX whatever, mm-hmm. or if I'm just gonna go to the uh, the regular showing like I'm going to on Thursday. Yeah. Um, have to wait and see, but um, yeah, I'm definitely going a second time. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. It's, it's important. It it is important. Very important. Very 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 important. And uh, you know we we've, we've got to support uh, Lucasfilm. Yeah. In this. They definitely need more money. Yes. Pablo Hidalgo <laughs> needs more money for coffee. Yes. Um, <laughs> but back, I mean, we've got a lot to talk about. We had the Crisis on Earth X uh, crossover just happened this week. This yep. morning, the Infinity War trailer dropped. Oh, man. That like was a, like a nice present. That was like a big bomb. It was like, boom. You know what was fun about that is the fact that usually it's after we record these shows that I get home yeah. and I turn on uh, the computer and all of a sudden I see that a trailer has dropped and I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, Rich. Damn. We, we, we should have waited. Yeah. Um, but so no. this is good. We got to watch it this morning, which is which is a lot of fun. Yes. Um, I, I, was, I was giddy like a little schoolgirl. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, two movies have come out since we last uh, met two, Thor Ragnarok and both and Justice League. So we'll give you some thoughts on those um, as well. Yes. Um, and so, I mean, we might as well just uh, jump in on Infinity War. Yeah. Just because. It's fresh. It's fresh, it's brand smell- new, and yeah. yummy. Just right out of the oven, man. Oh, um, yeah. I, it's, it's funny because it was like, it's almost like they were like, you know what? There's a lot of people that record these kinds of shows yeah. on Wednesdays. Yes. So 
How about we drop the trailer in the morning and they dropped it on Good Morning America? Thank God it wasn't the Today Show. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> let's, yeah. Sorry, let's Matt not, Lauer. Let's not get into that. That's breaking news. Yeah. Um. So the Infinity War trailer drops and it's basically, it's almost like a tribute to the yeah. last 10 years of oh, yeah. Marvel films. Yes. Like, because in, like 2008 is when it all started with Iron Man and they laid the foundation for what was going to be 2012's Avengers, yeah. and ever since then, it's been laying the foundation for what is going to be 2018's Infinity War. Yeah, and no, they, no movie studio. I yeah. mean, all the all the studios that had the rights to Marvel movies have never done anything like this. Before, you know that the Marvel Universe. So this was a big gamble on Marvel's part. Huge, huge gamble. They didn't know how this was. I mean, and Iron Man technically was considered a B character, believe by Marvel. I found oh, yeah. out. So this is something. This is very, very big by you know them doing that back then, and then it's just it just. And I remember, uh, I had Fridays off back at my job. I had a regular schedule. I took those Fridays to drop. My my oldest off at school. Mm -hmm. This is before I was married and everything, so I had lots of free time. Yeah. <laughs> Quick hint, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I just I drove to the Rotterdam Square Mall, went to the movie theater. It was a small movie theater, but it was the closest one to. You know, I didn't want to drive all the way down to, to you know to the bigger malls in Albany. So mm -hmm. Rotterdam is right outside Schenectady. So that's where I went. That's where I went to go see Iron Man. That's where I went to go see Hulk. Yeah. You know, um, just about all the Marvel movies, is that's where I went to go see when they first came out. And, man, I was I remember being blown away by Iron Man, just that opening scene and, you know, the music and everything. Mm -hmm. and, and I always thought that Robert Downey Jr., you know, his his quirky, sarcastic attitude just fit Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. You know, billionaire playboy, no cares in the world, just total ass. Yep. And then, you know, that wake-up call and just, it's it was a match made in heaven and RDJ is just, yeah he is the king of Marvel. Well, and now they're saying that, not this Infinity War, but the, the next Marvel Avengers movie is actually going to bookend this version of the MCU. Oh, wow. So it's, it's literally going to be, you know, you had your beginning, yeah. you had your middle, and now you're going to have your end. Because realistically, we've talked about it before, how long can it go on? Exactly. Um, you know, contracts are running out. You've right. done so many storylines and mm -hmm. everything. It's time, you know, maybe they're going to bring some other characters into the MCU and they'll start doing new stories, maybe bringing yep. old characters back every once in a while. But this is going to bookend that. It's like almost like the big, it's the big event comic book. Yep that ends a run and this, then you can start a new run this again. is that big thick annual yeah you know that basically took all these different storylines and or you could think of it as a trade paperback or you know yeah. the trade or, or or you know big ass graphic novel boom this brings it all in mm -hmm. and this is what everything for the past 10 years has culminated to mm -hmm. where it goes from there after that eh, who knows right well we'll have to wait and see but Getting back into the trailer, some of the things I saw, I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, what, what are you waiting for? It's yeah. public. It's out there. You can see it. It's free. It's on YouTube, um, where we're streaming, by the way, live. If you you know, if you know, listen to the podcast, the audio podcast, we do stream live on YouTube. Um, we also have our Twitter, you know, Geek Show Radio, all that kind of stuff. So, all right. Pimping done. <laughs> the Just some of the scenes that I saw in that, 
were just, you know, it, it started to get me thinking. I mean, we, we see the Hulkbuster armor again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Captain America with a nice long beard without his shield. Yeah, I think they're making him not quite look like Nomad, but go in that direction. Yeah. When he dropped his shield. So. Yep. And then we're also, uh, you know, and, and we're seeing, um, oh, I can't remember. He plays uh, the king from Wakanda, their Black Panther, uh, yep. uh, saying, you know, get this man a shield. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. And he just that, walks in from the shadows. That's, yeah, that's that's awesome. So, I mean, and, and we're also seeing, seeing a big battle scene. Uh, it, it appears to be Wakanda. So mm-hmm. some of it is going to take place in Wakanda. Yep. Uh, maybe the beginning, I don't know. I mean, may, maybe there is an Infinity Stone hidden somewhere in Wakanda. Yeah, possible. You know, because there's still a couple Infinity Stones that they haven't identified. Right. So we'll have to find out yep. what's going on with and, that. Yep, and we see Loki with the Tesseract. Which is which an, is Infinity, an Infinity, yep. Infinity Stone. Uh, we know the uh, the Vision yep. has an Infinity Stone. That's the one that's in his head. Mm-hmm. And we see somebody prying it out of him. With Loki's scepter, yeah, that's got to be one of the uh, one of the members of the Black Order, which is going to be like Thanos's big wrecking crew. That, yeah, that comes in, not to confuse them with the actual wrecking crew. Some, but, yeah, something different. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that and I'm trying to I'm trying to rack my brain because it's just so much. I only seen it once. Well, it was like you know you saw like uh, clearly um, Hulk slash Bruce Banner falls out of the sky and Doctor Strange and Wong show up to oh, investigate. Yep. yep. Um, and then at some point in time, uh, Tony Stark is at um, is is with Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, in New York. Yeah. At Bleecker Street. Um, and uh, in the the Sanctum Santorum. Yep. And Mark Ruffalo was there as Bruce Banner. So right. Somehow he gets back. Um, the big end credit scene in Thor Ragnarok leads you to believe that I think that that's where Infinity War will will either open or shortly after the open get to it yeah. because the end credit scene of it in of, of Thor Ragnarok to just kind of flash forward in the conversation a little bit you see Thor standing there and they're all ready to go to earth he's yeah. got all the people from Asgard with him on this big ship Loki is there with him um and Mark Ruffalo is there with him too and they're headed back to earth and then all of a sudden there's just a gigantic spaceship yeah floating right by them and you have to assume that that is Thanos's ship right um, so he is, something is going to happen where he is going to do something to the Asgardians mm-hmm. where Thor somehow gets displaced, somehow Hulk goes flying back to Earth that's, right. or something like that. Um, you know, you saw Tom Holland as Spider-Man and all yep. of a sudden there was that big ring in the sky of yep. New York and he jumps into action in uh, that awesome in the new Iron, Iron Spider, Spider suit. suit. Yeah. Um, that looks great. You saw Thanos... Thanos comes comes out and comes through this gate, and he's just he's kicking Spider Man's butt. Yeah. So you have to worry. You have to say, "Oh my gosh, what is going to be going on? What is going to happen here?" Yep. You know, it looks like it looks like there's going to be a lot of chaos really early on. Um, I think that that Wakanda scene is either going to be towards the end mm-hmm. of the film or right in the middle of the film because that's when you're going to start getting all of these guys back together. You I think th- that's your big, the big climax I think, of the second yeah, act? Yeah, yeah, because I think that it's going to have to be like that. One of my favorite moments was the very end of the trailer after it fades and Thor 
kind of stands up and he goes, who the hell are you guys? Yeah. And he turns around and it's the Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy, baby. Yeah. You see um, everybody. I was going to make... The, the only people that you did not see in the yeah. trailer is you didn't see Ant-Man. You yeah. didn't see um, the Wasp. Right. You didn't see Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, and who else didn't you see? You didn't actually see... You didn't see Nick Fury. You heard his voice. You heard him. But you did not see Nick Fury. Right. Um, so, yeah. We also didn't see Nebula. But we know all of these people have been on set. There's been photos that have been released, and of course the big Vanity Fair shoot, yeah. where they did everything that had to do with Marvel. So all of these people, at some point in time, I think are going to be in this movie. Yes. Um, they just it's, this was the teaser trailer. Yeah. It did a very good job. Yeah. And it it yeah it did, and I, I am so hyped for this. Um, and going back to uh, what you were you know as we were going through some of what we were seeing like at the end of the trailer with Thor. Um, if anybody remembers from Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the end credit scene yeah. is Thor slamming into, like a bug on a windshield, into yeah. uh, the Guardians' new ship, which I don't know if they've given it a name. I can't remember if they gave was it that, a name. I didn't see that at the end. Was that at the end? That was at the, that was at the leak, the, the the footage that they showed at D23. Or was it at D23 yeah, footage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. what we, I thought it was an end credit. I've we never seen we it had assumed that it was going to either be an end credit scene in Guardians or Thor, and it wasn't in either, so it leads me to believe that it was just a reel that they showed some very lucky people. Okay. Well, guess what? We saw it, too, because somebody put it on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. All right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so <laughs> if you didn't see that, that it, you might be able to find it out there if they haven't already yeah, yanked probably. it down. Somebody probably maybe put it up after the heat died down. Once it's out there, it's out there. It's pretty much. The Internet is forever. Yep. Um. So, but, I mean, that was kind of cool that seeing that. So I'm thinking, obviously, that's – so that's – you know, events taking place probably towards the beginning of the movie. I wouldn't be surprised if that's like the beginning of the movie. It could uh, be just to kind of establish what happened with with in Thor and just kind of getting the ball rolling mm-hmm. with everything else. Right. Um. So, I uh, we got to wait till May now. Something has to happen too. I think because Black Panther comes out before this movie. Yeah. So I think something has to happen we're, in Black Panther. We're gonna s- maybe see an end credit scene. You think in in Black Panther that, that shed some more light? It's possible. Um, I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see. That comes out in February. So we yeah. will see what happens with Black Panther. Um, but yeah, something I think has to happen in Black Panther to continue on and, and develop the Infinity War story. But yeah. we also know that, you know, Doctor Strange is carrying an Infinity Stone. The Eye of yeah. Agamotto is an oh, Infinity yes. Stone. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But I don't know why they chose to make all of these classic Marvel things into Infinity Stones. Like Vision has an Infinity Stone in his head. Yeah. You know, so if he takes the Infinity Stone, does Vision cease to exist? That's another good question. And, so. when, and when you look at the, the, the trailer, uh, Vision, Paul Bettany's character, is he's got flesh tone. So is he so he has changed his appearance, I guess, to make himself, you know, integrate more into, you know, the everyday world, it seems. As a human with the gem in his forehead, though, he kind of looks like one of those treasure trolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, there's a flashback there for you. There you go. Um, and, of course, and, and it looks like that, you know, he's still, him and Wanda are still a thing. <laughs> so no love lost when she made him super heavy and basically dropped him. Yeah. You know, um, back during uh, Civil War. Yeah. Uh, well, it's good to see that that relationship is patched up. Yeah. But, yeah, this, I'm, I'm I, I think Marvel has, has brought the hype like they usually do. Yeah. But and not, but not too much. Not too much because 
Ultron, they seem to overhype it, and I think you and when you and I were yeah. talking about it way back in like episode twenty or twenty, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, um, that it just it was too much hype. The movie was good, yeah, but you know, from the from all that hype they gave us, we were kind of expecting a, a much more elevated yeah. show or you know storyline that we didn't get. Yeah, this there. this to me, um, Age of Ultron. Um, is a lot of what I felt was was happened in Justice League, which we'll we'll talk about in a little bit too. Yeah. Um. But it was just like too much all at once, trying to establish too many things mm-hmm. and bring too many characters around, and uh, I just felt like it just didn't. That movie didn't work for me. Justice League was entertaining, but didn't you know didn't quite work for yeah. me either. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. So Infinity War. I mean, May fourth, I believe, is when yep. that movie comes out. I believe so. Yep. So May fourth, twenty eighteen. We'll finally get that, and that that will be a fantastic movie to I'm, see. I'm guessing tickets will probably go on sale in February. Yeah. Uh, so you can get your early tickets if you really want. Um, well, I, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I, I'm thinking. All right, maybe more like March because February seems a little too mm-hmm. far out. So probably probably late March, early April. Yeah. Is when we'll see tickets go on sale. Probably. And, uh, you know, make sure you use your you know your smartphone to get it all and, mm-hmm. and all that. So, but. Um, and I know, uh, oh yeah, we were already talking about that, so never mind. Uh, I was gonna say the tickets. Yeah. Jeez, uh, I'm getting old. All right. Um, so the DC. Let's move on over to the to the other side of the street with the DC crossover, Crisis on Earth X. Yeah, man, that was that was so good. That was really good. Because I felt like uh, last year's crossover that they did um, with the Dominators and yeah. stuff, I thought it was okay. I thought it was like a little yeah. weak, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I read all the comics for that um, back when they first came out, and that was, it was pretty cool, mm-hmm. but I mean, this one just really amped it up a yeah. notch. I, I really felt on the edge of my seat for a lot of the story. They flew by. It was basically, we watched a four-hour movie, essentially, and yeah. it flew by. Yeah. And it was it was really really good. I mean, mm-hmm. I I was like, oh come on, you know, I'm, I'm just yeah. Can I, we I, can we talk about the big moment too? The yeah. big moment that happened in the in the final episode, which would be Legends, which is yeah. the death of Professor Stein. Yeah. Holy crap! Wow. Uh, how I mean, how are they going to do that with Firestorm now? Is Firestorm basically? I think Firestorm gone? is done. That because that serum that yeah. that Ray made. Yeah. Um. In the episode, in the Legends episode before this, yeah, is supposed to it would it would negate their powers. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that Firestorm is done, but I I feel like they're it's it's not quite done. I think Jack stays um on board the Wave Rider and will eventually somehow develop some sort of abilities again. I, I, or, or even if he doesn't, he, I just like him, so I, I think that he'll stay I'm, on. I, well, I, I, I need him to fix the damn ship all the time. Yeah, so. <laughs> he, they gotta have an engineer. So. Yeah, I mean, my think, but my thinking is too that, um, what? Well, in the comics, didn't Firestorm actually just become a, a single person at some point? I think so. And so I'm thinking that's where they're they're going to. I mean, because it, uh, you know, it started with Professor Stein. And and Robbie. Yep. And then it went to Professor Stein and Jax, which is just like following in the comic books. Mm-hmm. Now, I yeah, I'm I'm almost certain they that Firestorm became a single person. So maybe they figure out a way, because for all intents and purposes, Jax still has the Firestorm Matrix within him. Yeah. 
So just laying there dormant, just dormant. I guess, right? So maybe some maybe Ray or Cisco or somebody figures out how to uh, you know, make it active again so that Jax can control it by himself. Yep. Maybe not as powerful as before, but still become the nuclear man, Firestorm, uh, and kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm hoping, because I, I mean, I liked Firestorm. I thought he was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, he, as had, a character, he, had yeah. Ta- he had taken kind of a backseat to some of the other characters on Legends, which yeah. I was okay with. They were, I, you know, yeah. I almost liked them better apart than when they were together. Yeah. Um, mostly because you didn't see a lot of them together as Firestorm, and I think that's solely based on a graphics budget. Right. <laughs> you know, I the mean, effects are, are pretty good for Firestorm. Yeah, I mean, and I always, and my thing is, I always thought Firestorm was much more powerful than mm-hmm. what they're portraying him in Legends. Yep. Um, so, I, I mean, but I can get that. I mean, they, they, they can't really do, they don't, they're, they're working on a, on a TV budget, not a major motion picture budget. So they, yeah. so it's not like they can have ILM at their beck and call, right. you know, for that kind of stuff. So, but I would really love to, to have seen, you know, more of, of, of Firestorm. I think it was kind of an underutilized yeah. character, but I mean, also if, if they did show him like in the comic books, he's. He's like super powerful. I yep. mean, close to you know almost the level of Superman. Not there, but mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's up there. There were some really cool moments in this too. Um, I liked that they brought back um, you know even though he was from Earth X, I liked that they brought back Tommy Merlin. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. and that you know he people from Earth X are bad people. Yeah. They are yeah. bad people. Um, and he was the Prometheus on Earth X. Yeah. So you know it kind of shows what would happen if Tommy Merlin had gone the other way. A little bit like old dad, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, the big bads, of course, were the doppelgangers of Kara and Oliver. Yeah. Um, so that was that was pretty cool to see them playing villains, the yep. total opposite of, of who they usually play. I, so that I, was I, nice. I, I want to say I found Melissa Benoist even, even more... I mean, because I've, I've had a crush on her. I don't ever know if since, I can say. I'm like, wow, I, I'm just really getting into. I don't know. I'm she's, like, she, she's a Nazi. I know, but the, just the bad just girl. Doesn't feel right. It's, I, it's not the Nazi part. It's the being. A oh well, bad that's girl. good. I'm glad it's not the God, Nazi. God no. Part. <laughs> Nazis die. Nazis well, die. One of, one of the things that these CW shows I think have done really well is that they play into the current political landscape was, of our country? I was going to say that. It's it, you know? I I saw that 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 message thread right there yeah. just commenting on current modern day uh, you know, events and I I think it pretty much hit home. Oh, it totally that. did. Totally. It, because Nazis are bad. Yes. Nazis should never be seen as people who are good. Right. And that is the bottom line. And I thought that, that they hit that point really well. And yeah. I think it hits home to a lot of what's going on here with all these people that are coming out and being like, well, I'm I voicing my freedom of speech as an American saying that I am a neo-Nazi and, and a white supremacist and all this other stuff. Uh, explicit alert. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's total BS. Yeah. Because they're... All right. I'm, I'm going to go on a conservative... Kind of conservative. Well, I'm I'm more of a moderate, yeah. In my opinion, but I lean a little conservative. But here's my thing. Okay. Yeah, people. There is a there is a freedom of speech. Everyone should have it. But when it comes to the kind of speech and what the Nazis and white supremacists and what they stand for and what they see, 
and the affiliation with the Nazi party back in World War II and the Holocaust and everything they've done, mm -hmm. that the line has to be drawn somewhere, and that line is at the point where those people get to talk about their beliefs in regards to a homogenous society. They are, I mean, because everything that, had, that had, the Nazis did, yeah. six million Jews, yeah. six million, there is no way you can spin that how could As you? Good. Nothing right. is going to ever erase that stain on white supremacists and Nazis and their belief. It is done. You guys, no way. So, you know, get on my ass all you want about free speech and they have a right to it. No, they don't. With what they're talking about, they got jack. Yeah. Nothing. That goes against the American ideal and values. So you gotta call you gotta draw a line. And the line is this far, buddy. Yeah. This is why, and I I could even go farther, but I'm not gonna because this <laughs> is this is not the platform for it. I am just voicing this part of my opinion. No. N O period done. Yeah. That's and looping back into getting out of all that yeah yeah the, the you know crisis on earth acts pretty much you know said a lot i mean they in their way they said it as well no, no you can't do it it's there's nothing there that is ever gonna you know gonna make me think that you know nazis can be no well you saw at the point it's inherent they're inherently they're just the people from earth x are just inherently evil Yes. And, well, at least anybody that's on the side of the big government there, which is, yeah. you know, run by Nazis the because Reich. they run the yeah. war in this situation. Yeah. So um, you, you saw it when Oliver is talking to evil Oliver. Oh, God, yeah. And he had, you know, evil Oliver has his bow pointed at Supergirl and he's going to kill her. And Oliver says, don't. We can help save because the whole big, yeah. the whole premises of it is that the evil Supergirl needs our Supergirl in order to save her life because she has too much solar radiation poisoning. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, I believe, I not that it, he ever went supernova, but I believe that's uh, a topic in Superman. I think All-Star Superman, um, that comic by Grant Morrison. Yeah. It, it might be one of the best Superman comics out there, uh, just the the about Superman dying because he's been exposed to too much solar radiation. Yeah, flying too so too close to the sun, right. kind of like Icarus, yeah, right. that, uh, which they made a reference to. Right, so it's just like his kind of like his last days and everything like that, which is great, um, a great read. Um, so this is kind of similar to that where she is, you know, she's got solar radiation po is poisoning and it's yeah. killing her, that she needs a new heart. The only heart that they can take is Supergirl's and they're trying to do that and they don't want it to happen. Now, Oliver says... We have scientists and smart people. We can figure out another way to do this. No one has to die. And the evil Supergirl says, don't listen to him kill her. She doesn't care at that point about saving herself. She yeah. just cares about killing people. Yeah. So, I mean, that is that is the, the message through and through. Um, one of the other things that I like that they brought back was Leonard Snart, now known yeah. as Leo Snart because he's Snart. from Earth-X. Yeah. Um, Basically the same guy, but a good guy. Kind of, yeah. I guess uh, I'd say he's Citizen Cold, something like that. So, uh, Poss uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, Citizen Cold was the was the good guy um, version of uh, was the good guy version of Captain Cold um, from another Earth in a DC universe. Um, 
They also brought in the Ray, which is a you know a comic character that's only been yeah. around since the '90s, kind of a small character, but I thought he was really good. Mm -hmm. um, I like the effects that they used for him. I thought his powers were yeah. fantastic. Um, a little bit, um, a little bit confused why he decided to go back to Earth X, and Leonard Snart of Earth X decided to stay on Earth One. So. I don't get that. Yeah. Why, you know what I mean? Like, why didn't they both either just decide to stay for a little bit? But I guess, you know, they still got to go back and fight their battles and yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't think we've seen the last of Earth X, to be honest. Probably not. Um, a you know, one of the more disappointing things that we haven't seen, we didn't see it in the last crossover and we didn't see it in this crossover mm. episode, is the involvement of Martian Manhunter. Yep. I don't know why. Yep. God, get him involved. And, what, and, and Superman. Yeah. There was reference to Superman. Kara made reference, you know, about her cousin right. coming after them. And Thawn basically said, you know, oh, I've, you know, I've dealt with him in the future, in many times in the future. And, yeah. You know, he's not as fast as me. Right. Um, but still, I, I mean... If they really want to take this up a notch, mm -hmm. I mean, and this is going to play into, because we're going to talk about Justice League in a little bit, but if they want to basically make DC entertainment the way Marvel has done their entertainment, yeah, it seems to be a very di diametric um, thing with DC and all that, with the movies and the television shows uh, as compared to Marvel and all that. Um but DC, I mean, honestly, they should bring in Superman. They should yeah. bring in Martian Manhunter. Get cast somebody to be Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. Get the uh, you put Justice League on the television the way they're doing, the way Greg Berlanti is doing it right now. Yep. I guarantee you, you will blow. You CW will be a major player in network television. Yeah. I guarantee it. They will. They it will. I mean, it'll just elevate them when they bring... I mean, all the DC fans, they will come a-running. Yeah. And not just for Flash, not just for Supergirl and all that, because I always thought, you know, the way they were going to take Supergirl was kind of like she was going to be a minor character, because that's what she was technically in the comics. Yeah. Even though she was from Krypton and everything, had the same powers as Superman, but she, you know, she was still kind of learning the ropes and all that. Now she's basically... It's like Superwoman, kind of like yeah. what Lois Lane was for a little while. Right. So, but honestly, if you make Justice League on the television the way they've been doing it, I can deal with not having the big budget and everything like that. I mm -hmm. get it. It looks good on television. Right. But seriously, man, you'll blow the DC movies away. You'll I mean, they'll make money. They, they've essentially kind of done it with the crossovers without saying it. Yeah. So, it should be uh, this should should be interesting to see that. I, I I just think I really do think they should they should cast somebody as Bruce Wayne. They got to bring in. Um, uh, you know, Superman again, mm -hmm. and then figure out Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Just you know, you know, make Diggle Green Lantern or somebody. You know, get Hal Jordan in there. Get Guy Gardner. Whatever. Well, we already saw it on Legends when they dropped uh, Helen of Troy off at, at Themyscira. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool that they kind of brought it into. Yes, this world exists in our world. Yes. You know, is it Themyscira from the movies? We don't know, but yes, Themyscira exists. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I just just. Just do it, Berlanti. Just go and talk to him, pitch it. I know you've got an idea. I guarantee you, Berlanti has probably thought about this a bunch of times. He's got a ton of notes. Yeah. He's got, he's, 
I don't know what he's waiting for to pitch. Maybe he's not quite ready, but I think he should just pitch it. Seriously. Cool. And it, yeah, and it'll be beyond cool, in my opinion. Yeah. Beyond cool. I like it. So, but that's 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 my thing. Yeah. With with that. All right, but let's let's move on over to the other to the next house. Let's go to Justice League. All right. Yeah. So well, so Justice League uh, that came out last last week. Yeah. Um, I went and not last week, the week before. Week before I saw it late. Um, I went on. Uh, I went on Tuesday. I went on my actually went on my birthday. Yeah. And saw it, which is which was there was no one in the theater. There was like me, my wife, and like maybe four other people. Yeah. Weekdays don't seem to be too big. Yeah. It's usually the weekends where they make really make their money. That was when I wanted to wait and I wanted yeah. to see. I didn't want to wait and sit in a crowd and elbow to elbow yeah. with the chairs and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think that Justice League is as big a success as they wanted it to be. No. Um, I found the movie to be very entertaining. Yeah, I, it was a great action movie, yeah. good popcorn flick, but much like, um, much like, like I'd say comparable to like the Expendables and things like that, mm-hmm. very very weak story. Yeah, you know, um, the characters themselves I thought were great, except for I didn't love Affleck as Batman as much as I did in BVS because I really liked this older, broodier. Dark, dark, yeah, it was more like Batman. it was more like Miller Dark Knight that yep. he he's doing because I mean the costume even is very much Frank Miller right. Dark Knight, but I I, I know I'm and, and everybody's still comparing it you know to to Nolan, to yeah. Nolan's Batman. Honestly, that's the Batman I think that they should have had in there. Yeah, they should have had a little bit younger, not the Dark Knight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They should have had a younger Batman, you know, really fresh and, and energetic and all that kind of thing. Just, I, they just, they just, I think they, they just kind of missed the mark. They did a little bit. Um, I, I really enjoyed Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I oh, thought God, he was yeah. great. He was, he you was know? awesome. Um, I mean, I think he was, he was really the, the big highlight of the movie to he, me. He, to me, yeah, kind of like how Wonder Woman was the big highlight of BVS to me. Aquaman yeah. was the big highlight of Justice League. Yeah. Um, he was absolutely fantastic. I'm really excited now to see the solo Aquaman movie coming out next yeah. year. Um, Ezra Miller is Barry Allen. I, I liked him too. I just, you know, you know, you just got to separate from Barry Allen of the TV show yeah. with this new Barry Allen that is still trying to figure out his powers and stuff. He, he kind of played it like, and I saw this somewhere, somebody re- referenced it as he's kind of playing Barry Allen as, as Sheldon Cooper. A little bit, like yeah. kind of. Um, so it will be nice to see him mature a little bit more, and I think maybe we'll see that in the Flash movie, which I'm pretty sure they've, they've alluded to the fact that Flash will be Flashpoint. So perhaps, mm-hmm. perhaps if flashpoint is a movie then everything they'll use that as like a as a jumping off point for more and newer right dc movies um yeah so we'll have to see that um you know steppenwolf as a villain to me i thought steppenwolf was um kind of as weak a villain as ronan the accuser was in the first guardians to me Mm -hmm. like ronan the accuser was the big bad of guardians and i never felt like he was very uh, I don't know. I just I, I love I obviously love Guardians. Yeah. But I you know Ronan the Accuser was kind of a, a wasted character and was thrown away. I feel the same way about Steppenwolf. Now we don't know he he may not be gone. Right. And everything. The Parademons were cool. Um, yeah. You know there was a lot of questions that I had though 
at the end of the movie. Like, you know, if the parademons are just going around one by one looking for people, like, how how is Steppenwolf able to find these hidden mother boxes in Atlantis yeah. and in Themyscira, but he's not able to find the one hiding in Gotham in a closet? What the hell? You know what I mean? Like, it didn't make any sense to me. Um, are, are are we gonna? I th I think it, this is gonna end up being like uh, Batman versus Superman, where I didn't like the theatrical release, yeah, but the ultimate release was so much better, right? But we but we shouldn't have to wait for it I to know. go. Oh, that's why it makes sense. Yeah, that's that kind why. Of thing, it's so. like it, it's 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 like I I I don't know. I mean. You, you said it in, in one of your tweets. I mean, yeah. DC's great at making images and ta and trailers, but when right. it comes to movies, they just can't seem to get it down. Right, and I blame I totally blame Warner Brothers because I, I honestly, I see the vision. I see the vision yeah. that Zack Snyder has. I, I, I th you know what I mean? I think it, you, you're thinking it's the, the exacts. It's, I think it's, it's a totally, totally. They're just, they're getting their hands in it. They're saying, well, this is what people want. Like, so the biggest no. criticism of the DC movies prior to Wonder Woman yeah. was that there's there's take themselves too seriously. Um, there's not any humor injected into them, and you need that in everything. So their solution to that, which I thought they nailed with Wonder Woman, though after a second viewing, I didn't I didn't love it as much as I loved it initially. Right. Um, they they did that. They had the humor in there, but they also weren't afraid to be serious at times. Right. Um, now, in Justice League, I felt like, and this is probably getting Joss Whedon involved right. is what happened. You have Zack Snyder started off, so it very much reminds you of a Zack Snyder movie, but you've also got those same kind of Whedonisms yeah. that you find in Avengers and in, you know, the other Marvel movies. Yeah. And I don't, it, it felt foreign to me. Like, it felt foreign. And this is W. This is the WB executives uh, going, people want these. This is what makes Marvel good. This is what will make us good. But it turns out what makes Marvel yeah. good is a strong story, strong characters that yep. you emotionally are tied to and yep. care about, mm -hmm. and a uh, decent villain that, yeah, you know, most of Marvel's villains are kind of just like the opposite of the hero. Right. And whatnot, but... I think that that is by design. That is how Stanley and Jack Kirby did it back in the day. Yeah. That you know, so that that's how it is in the movies right now. Now you're going to start getting introduced to some of these bigger, mm -hmm. bigger villains. So I, I think, and here, and here's just, and here's a theory. My thinking on on why we're liking certain characters more than others, and kind of ties into you know the, your your theory on Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, my my thinking is that because we've never really gotten any kind of Wonder Woman other than the TV series right? way back. Which was hokey. And it was hokey and campy, it was but that was the 70s time. 70s and 80s, That you was know? the time, yeah. Because, I mean, even the Batman TV show with yeah. Adam West and Burt Ward, very campy. Right. Um, re the main reason why I don't like it, because it was way too campy. Right. Um, but the thing is, I think the execs at Warner Brothers, when it came to Wonder Woman, yeah. didn't know what to do they were worried that they were going to be because i mean this was a big deal not because you had a, a female superhero who's very big in the dc universe yeah and you had a female director mm -hmm. who basically showed everyone that it's not just a game for the boy you know for the guys right the, the women can do it too and that's awesome. I think you put the if you put the DC cinematic universe in the hands of Patty Jenkins. Yes. 
then I think that they'd be in great shape. You think she's gonna? I, she could be the Josh I honest, of the DC? Yeah, I just honestly, I don't see... The studio let her do what she wanted to yes. do with Wonder Woman. Yes. And I thought that and that was great. And that's my thing, because they didn't... I don't think the execs at Warner Brothers yeah. knew what to do. They they had zero clues, so they didn't want... So they didn't jump in on the stuff. Yeah. With Superman, with Batman, all these other guys... You know, like, even with Flash to some point... They've gotten their hands dirty by getting in there and talking about it. I mean, you look at Nolan's, you know, Batman, where I think Nolan actually fought back a little bit, so he got what he wanted. That's why the movies were better yeah. uh, in what we've seen before. Same thing with, uh, you know, with Aquaman. He's a new character that they're kind of bringing in, so they weren't quite sure what to do. You had all these all this history with, with Batman and Superman and a little bit more with Flash, but now... You've got these characters that you really haven't seen, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and they just didn't know what to do. They were just confused, so they let it roll. And they trusted the directors and whoever was creating these, you know, that was bringing these characters to life to do, you know, to do something with them. Yeah. And honestly, I, it works. It just proves to me, and this is my theory, that if this is all true, that... The execs at Warner Brothers need to keep their hands out of the creative process mm -hmm. altogether. Just give them the money. Yep. Make sure they're on budget. You, you know, make your calls where you have to. Like, no, that's way too expensive. You got to figure out something else. Yeah. But leave the character development alone. I, I agree. Don't touch them. I agree. And you will see the money come in. The DC fanboys are always going to be there, but they're not, you know, that's your base. That's all you're going to get. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to convince the other comic book fans like you and I who don't really have a particular... Well, I, I do have more of an allegiance to Marvel compared to DC, mm -hmm. but not to say I don't love DC characters. Yeah. You know, but those other other fans out there that are, you know, agnostic of, of you know, which title, which publisher or whoever, they'll come a-running. Yeah. They'll enjoy it, and you'll see those... Those, you know, you'll see everything come into place. Just keep your hands out of it. I know. Seriously. I know. I've been on a rant <laughs> twice in a show. What am I doing? I don't know. Um, you know, I mean, if I had to, I'd probably give, uh, I'd probably give Justice League like a kind of like a maybe three out of five stars and whatnot, just because I was entertained by it. Yeah. And everything, but you know, storyline was weak. The end end credit scene though, um, with Lex Luthor escaping prison, and he's driving away on a yacht and you see like this little you know boat coming up to the yacht yeah. and the guy who gets on is deathstroke oh god and he yeah. looked fantastic he did um joe manginello um man he looked great as deathstroke they kind of they nailed the look which i think is yeah. fantastic um you know setting up what is probably going to be a justice league 2 uh facing off against the injustice league mm -hmm. um so you know you got lex luther you got you got Deathstroke. Now it's just a matter of who else are they going to bring into it? Because you're going to have right. an Aquaman movie before this. You're going to have a Wonder Woman two before this. So are characters from these movies going to be brought in? Like, are we going to get a Black Manta? Like that would be oh, so cool. Oh, that would cool. be awesome to see Black Manta. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and like you know, maybe we get a Cheetah or something like that oh, involved yeah. from Wonder Woman. That yeah. would be really cool too. So maybe that's you know you're setting up your Injustice League that way through these other films. And that's where it comes from, like almost like a revenge type thing. Yeah. Um, you know, opposite Suicide Squad, I guess. I so. yeah. I I, 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 I want it. that's that's I, I would agree with you totally on that. It's what I would love to see is but I mean, like I said, just 
Mm-hmm. Let it, let them roll. Let yeah. them roll, and it'll all happen. I uh, guarantee it. Quick, just I think quick we can talk about Thor Ragnarok too, just because yeah. the a moment has passed and whatnot. But I, I loved Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I thought Thor Ragnarok was great. It um, was. You know, it was the first appearance that we've gotten of Thor and, and Hulk since Age of Ultron. Yeah. And I had read somewhere that the, the style that the director had gone was, I mean, there was a script, there was some stuff there, but he gave the freedom to, you know, to the actors, to Jeff Goldblum and, mm-hmm. and everybody, to kind of ad-lib here and there, and they yeah. did a few multiple takes on everything, and they kind of picked and choose, and it, it seemed more, I mean, there's a lot of comedy in it, in my opinion. It wasn't very, it wasn't campy, but it was funny, it was fun. Lots of action, and the storyline was there, and they were serious when they needed to be serious, and it was, and it was good. And, and Hella, oh my God, that was yeah, that was the breakout right there. Yep. It was 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 Hella. Hella was great. She was hella great. Yeah, she get was. It, get it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Val, yeah. I, Valkyrie was good too. Yeah. I enjoyed her. Um, I, I like the, almost like the uh, how you know that she may be suffering from like a. PTSD or something like that, yeah. and she's coping with it by by drinking, as you know, you know, a lot of people with that may do, yeah, um, to kind of numb everything. But you know, at the end of it, she kind of puts herself back together and and goes and helps to save the day. Plus, you know, you've got Loki, who you know the whole time you're like, is he good? Is he bad? And I think yeah. that that's the perfect line for Loki to walk. Yep. Um, and you know, overall, it was that was just a really fun movie to see. I could have done with a little less of the humor that was in it, yeah, and some of the the serious yeah, parts. It's, you know, it seemed yeah, it seemed there was a little bit, you know, it was a little, a little bit too much here and there. But I mean, there was some places where it just fit perfectly, like in the arena yes. scene, you know. When yeah. Hulk comes busting out and everybody's like, "Yeah, we're gonna see, we're gonna see this little guy get his butt kicked," right? You know that kind of thing. I yeah. love that Jeff Goldblum's character kept calling him the Lord of Thunder. Yeah, <laughs> the Lord of Thunder. Yeah. Oh, sparkles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, was funny. Too. That was good. That was good. Jeff and Jeff Goldblum's an awesome actor. He, I, he, I think it's kind of a cool direction that they're taking Thor in the fact that you know, with a you know, in this movie, obviously Odin, Odin dies. Yes. Um, and now Asgard was destroyed, mm-hmm. and they're taking them to Earth, uh, which is what we saw at the end of Thor Ragnarok and everything. And they, you know, they've always said that the the, the hammer was just a, a tool for yeah. him. It was not the source of his power. Right. Doesn't need the hammer in order to do what he does. And it was nice to see that at the end, where he just like you know he embodies himself and has become the god of thunder yep. and and he's got the lightning and everything and i thought that was really really cool yeah um but yeah i like the direction that they've taken thor now and i think he looks so badass in the infinity war trailer yep and uh the vanity fair photos where he's wearing that new armor for infinity war where it's like all the black and yep. the black chainmail. so awesome so yeah uh i'm, I'm even more visually appealing yes. is uh is a winning thing Yes. That is what I say. Look the part. They yep. say dress for the part that you know for the job that you want. Mm-hmm. I got sent home when I showed up as Spider Man. So <laughs> uh, okay, so kind of segging out of of that. Um, going, in, I mean, we're we're coming up on Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, so Last Jedi, as we were saying, not too far off. Yeah, about we, fifteen and a half days. Fifteen and a half days or so. Um, there was, you know, in support of all that, there was the new uh, Battlefront yeah. game that came out, EA, and there was a lot of flack yep. over that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, I mean, I, I followed it because, you know, of course, being a, the, a big Star Wars fan like I am, I, you know, and 
Uh, I've been getting them, you know, back into gaming, not console gaming. I'm more of a computer gamer, but just thinking about getting, you know, Battlefront after seeing all of the the mm-hmm. gameplay and all that kind of stuff, um, and then with the whole loot boxes and the DLC yeah. and, and, and 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 all that kind of stuff, and just the big mess that EA created by doing the microtransactions. Yeah. Um, out of all of that, something that really didn't get kind of out there was a new theory on Ray's parentage right. coming out of this game, which is considered canon according to Lucasfilm. A hundred percent canon. I yes. I played it, I beat the campaign, I loved the campaign, yep. um, and I've I've moved on and I've started playing some of the individual uh, missions now in the arcade mode and I love that too because yep. I'm running around slicing people up as Darth Maul how are you not supposed to love that yeah now here's the other thing too now I I and I had tweeted to you that you know, yeah I had cheated I had you know somebody had put all the animate you know the, all the the movie cut scenes on yeah. YouTube I pretty much watched it. it was like basically like watching a two and a half hour Star Wars movie basically it, it was awesome it was yeah. great I loved it um, just one question before we go any further mm-hmm. I didn't see Boba Fett anywhere, so Boba Fett. Boba Fett is in the arcade version. So I play, you can I, play him. Yeah, but he's he's, he's not involved in the yeah. campaign story. So that whole thing where yeah. Boba Fett is still alive is still still a mystery. Still a mystery. You never know. Because I mean, I doesn't show uh, up. I, I've been reading the uh, the aftermath books. I'm on the third one right now, mm-hmm. and uh, in the first one. Um, a guy is going through and he's finding and he finds some old Mandalorian armor on Tatooine and he buys it and he wears it now and is kind of going around. There's this group of people on Tatooine that now that the huts have been displaced, they're trying to take over as the law of the land and make everybody free ah. and everything. And he does it while wearing this Mandalorian armor, which they haven't said is Boba Fett's, but they keep saying that it looks similar to a bounty hunter and blah, blah, blah like that. So maybe that's like kind of like the legend of Boba Fett or right. something. At least these books, that's how they're, that's they're how portraying they're doing it. it. Okay. Um, the campaign mode in Battlefront, though, um, I love it. You start out as this Imperial Squadron called Inferno Squad. Yeah. And, you know, you're on the Battle of Endor. They think like, oh, man, these rebels, <laughs> they don't know what's coming. And then It'll the Death Star them. blows up. Yep. And they're like, what the hell just happened? Now we need to get off this planet. Right. So that becomes the mission is they are... They are, you know, fighting rebels, trying to get off the planet. They're being captured, having to fight rebels. And at the end, you know, they end up switching sides eventually because of uh, the Empire starts to destroy planets loyal to the Empire yep. just to show them that they still have all this power yeah. and everything. So you get, like, the main character is uh, Iden uh, Verso? Versio? I, I think that's how. I think yeah, that's Vers- Versio. I Versio. Um, so you get, you know, she turns coat and then her, uh, one of her officers, Dell, he also turns coat to, uh, to go to the rebels, but yeah. their other person that they are always with Hask, um, he has other orders yes. that, you know, he has to, he, he, it's treason that they wanted to save these people that the empire was trying to kill, even yeah. though they were just citizens loyal to the empire. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he stays with the empire. They go their separate ways. They give all this intel to Lando um, and his guy, who is, I forget his name now, but he is very funny in the game, and I really enjoy playing alongside him. Um, and they give all this information to to the rebels, and they help to fight it, and it all culminates on Jakku, mm-hmm. um, which in the Aftermath books, everything leads to Jakku. 
Yep. Um, everything started in The Force Awakens on Jakku. Yep. And even at Finn, why does everybody want to go back to Jakku and everything? So that planet is playing a huge part yep. in the Star Wars lore. Yeah. Um, you know, uh so and they, they keep saying too that the Empire doesn't wanna doesn't wanna fully withdraw its interest away from Tatooine and stuff mm. like that too, because they believe that some of the legacy the legacy blood of the force resides on Tatooine mm-hmm. and everything. Like the planet is born of that. So you look at like some of these planets that are highly involved in the Star Wars universe that are kind yeah. of desolate outskirt planets that yeah. the, the empire has an invested interest in and the and the and the rebels would like to protect you got tatooine yeah you've got and from the rebels world you've got lethal yeah um and now you've got jakku and everything yeah so there i don't know what it is about these planets and why they all have this weird thing in common and, and whatnot but i mean after playing battlefront and everything i totally 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 am thinking that um, the main characters in Battlefront are Rey's parents for some reason. Now, neither of them is Force-sensitive, but there is a moment in the game where Luke Skywalker is in it and you play as him and you have to help out Del when he's still working for the Empire. Right. You have to help him, and you do help him because he asks for your help. And that is almost like his turning point in the game where maybe he figures out he's fighting from the wrong side. Right. Because as a small boy, he says he's always been taught when he grew up on Coruscant that the Jedi were evil because you know, Palpatine's yeah. um, influence. influence, right? Yeah. Um, and Luke says to him, he goes, you've been afraid of the wrong side. And then that's it. And then he goes off, but he gets a compass. And that, I believe that that compass is what leads him to the first Jedi temple, which we see in, um, of course, we see in uh, in uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah. Or at least the end of Force Awakens. We'll see it probably now in The Last Jedi. Right. Um, but I guess uh, starting on December 5th, there's a whole bunch of DLCs. Uh, that's when the first packages will start to come out. Cause and then I believe once the movie hits, there'll be more uh, packages of this downloadable content and episodes that you can play. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's for free. You can download this extra content for the game, um, which is going to allow you to continue playing the game. Because it ends on a cliffhanger. It ends going back to the planet where Luke Skywalker found the compass in the first place when yep. he was with Del. Right. And it leaves it as a cliffhanger where you're left thinking, who is Del and Iden's daughter? She, Iden is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. What is going on with her? So I would not be shocked if at some point she didn't show up in, in the films. Right. It would it would be interesting. I mean, these are real actors portraying these characters in the video game. Yeah. Paul Blackthorne plays Hask. You know him as Quentin Lance on Arrow. Yeah. Um, I would not be shocked to see them show up in the films in some way, shape, or fashion. That 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 is kind of a cool insight. I, I like the sound of that because I mean, you've actually gone through all, and, and yeah. I saw those in the in the in the videos and all that. And I when, when you when you mentioned that theory, I mean, because I had thought it too for a quick second. Wait a minute, a daughter, and here we see Kylo Ren because Kylo Ren, yeah, comes out at the end of Battlefront, right? Um, to to uh, you know, to well, basically, you know, because he captures Dell, and, and and they're still and they're still looking for Luke Skywalker. Like the yeah. First Order in the at the end of that game is looking for Luke Skywalker. So this this game starts out before the events of the Force Awakens, right? But we also see, you know, it also jumps decades later 
Yeah. Uh, to you know, to up to the time of the Force Awakens, just before the Force Awakens, right? Just before it happens, and then kind of goes from there. So, but it does start to fill in that little bit that that gap yeah. there uh, from and you know the the end of the Battle of Endor going going forward. So we're we're getting that, and we'll probably see more of that, and of course the downloadable content and all that, which has caused a lot of because it's you know you you don't get everything, and you have to basically either pay. Or and they're but they're also saying you can you can just you know play the game to do it. Yeah. But but it's gonna it's like thirty to forty hours of gameplay for you to to unlock all the things you want to unlock. Yeah. So it's, basically, it's gonna become a full time job. Yeah. To unlock anything. And nobody and, wants that. Yeah. And you were saying before you had read somewhere that how much was it gonna cost uh, my, all total? My buddy Stefan, who's been on this show, uh, said something along the lines it would be somewhere around like two thousand dollars of your own money spent when yeah. you were gambling. On buying all these loot crates and stuff like that, yeah. so you really, you know, it's a lot of money just to level up and and do that. You know, you can do it by playing the game, but that takes a lot. Like for me, I don't play online, so it doesn't affect me. But if you were playing online, I I see where you're a little frustrated. But overall, for me, I mean, I really enjoyed the game. It, the first Battlefront was not was not good. The one that they re-released. Now, the original one that I used to play on PlayStation Two is one of my right. favorite games of oh, all yeah. time. Um, but this 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 new one is is a lot of fun. I like it a lot. So. Right. Well, actually, I've I've seen that the the first Battlefront is is actually uh, on sale on a few websites, discounted, of course. I, I think Good Old Games had it, mm -hmm. um, and they've got a ton of the older games that are really awesome. Yeah. So you can always go there to grab it. We should get them as a sponsor. Ooh. There you go. Um, but yeah, I, I I just but I I was kind of you know when I when I heard about all this stuff. Um, you know, because I was following it all on Reddit, and you know, it's its own little echo chamber. I get that, but it's just—I I don't know—I just couldn't bring myself. And and plus, I mean, sixty bucks for the game, and then spending yeah. even more money afterwards to, to yeah to get that kind of stuff. Yep. I mean, that's it's that's not like you know playing some of the games on like iOS where you have the in-app purchases. Right. That's you know that's way way bigger. I mean. Mm -hmm. It's you know it's how they're get, it's how they're getting the gaming community to to pay for things when they because it's so long in between like upgrading yeah. your systems and stuff like that. Plus, you don't really have to update your system now. You know, you can play on PlayStation Four. I'll probably be able to play on that for years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just how they're making money. Got it. Yeah, they want to make money. They're gonna make money. It's yeah. that's how it is. Gamers I, will I pay just, for it. I just think it's kind of you know unethical for them it's a little the way they're doing it I agree. that's that but i think we yeah we yeah. obviously agree on that so yeah um but that's 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 our feelings on on that on the on the battlefront uh thing so i mean we'd love to hear what you know everybody else's opinion is you can always you know you can tweet at us yeah uh you know geek show radio on twitter and we also got a facebook page you can search for us geek show radio mm -hmm. um you know and 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 there you go. So you can. It's not like you can't find us. Nope. I mean, we're on iHeartRadio, right? Yeah. Uh, we're we're on iTunes. We're Podcastpedia. We're we're pretty much, uh, pretty much all over the place. Yeah, you can get us. Yeah. So you can get us exactly. So I think that's that's pretty much everything that we've that we've got. I mean, yeah. We're coming up on the one hour mark for us. Yeah. So, um, wow, we haven't done an hour show in a while. I know we had a lot to talk about. A lot we're getting talk. to the point where there's things to talk about. It's oh, Shield comes back Friday. Oh yeah, don't and they're forget in outer space. Yeah. How the hell did that happen? I uh, gotta, <laughs> I really gotta catch up because yes, I haven't sir. followed it at all. All right, all right. We'll see you next episode. Stay geeky.